Hello there. So we've come to the next part of the September review series. It's Unforgiven 1999. It's a show I've just uh, a few days ago watched for the first time ever. I've never seen it before because uh, back in the summer of 1999, my family moved, so we couldn't get Sky Sports for a few months there. So um, I had SummerSlam 99 on DVD, so I've seen that show before. But um, a lot of 1999 I miss, so I'm kind of out of the loop. So this is my first time watching this show, so um, here's the review of it then. So we've got, first of all, we've got uh, Val Venus versus Steve Blackman as the opener. It's okay. It was fine for what it was. I don't know what the rivalry of the storyline was, or if there was just filler, but it's okay. Val Venus wins. It's not bad, as openers go. Uh, up next, though, much better was D'Lo Brown versus Mark Henry. Now, this uh, ties into what happened at SummerSlam when uh, Mark Henry cost D'Lo the titles, the European and Intercontinental title. Of course, there's a lot of history as well with these two as former nation and uh, domination partners and things. So the match itself, real strong storyline. The match itself, thoroughly entertaining, really good. Enjoyed this a great deal. Uh, D'Lo Brown wins. Really good stuff. Uh, even better was uh, China versus Jeff Jarrett. Now, I've, I've heard of this storyline for the Intercontinental title. And I've heard about this storyline and the, that they've... They faced each other, and apparently what it was is Jeff Jarrett was terrorising women and beating them up all the time, and then China stood up to him. Uh, but this match was great, really fantastic, really fast-paced. There's a lot of shenanigans in it, but typical attitude error in many ways. It's thoroughly entertaining. Uh, China was fantastic, just completely believable in there with, with men and things like that. She just did not look at her place when she was beating the men up. It felt believable. So, yeah, this was thoroughly good match. Uh, China originally wins, but there's a lot of interference with uh, Moolah and Mae Young and things like that. And then match ends up, they end up reversing the decision and Jarrett keeps the title. But yeah, this was a great match. Really thoroughly entertaining. I don't know what the situation here was because China still comes out to Triple H's music and she's clearly a face, whereas Triple H is a heel. And I don't know if she was still aligned with Triple H at this time. I really don't know because, again, I hadn't been seeing the TVs for this, but... Yeah, well, there you have it, but thoroughly entertaining, great stuff. Up next, you've got the Acolytes versus the Dudleys. I think this was the Dudleys' first ever WWE pay-per-view match, if I'm not mistaken. But yeah, it was fine. Yeah, quite a good tag match, quite enjoyable. The Acolytes go over, which is fine by me, because I've, I've never really been a Dudleys fan, to be honest. It's more Bubba Ray just annoys me. Just so one-dimensionally stupid nonsense. Devon's alright. Devon, he seems like a dick in real life as well, to be honest, Bubba Ray. But Devon seems nice. I remember seeing him on the little tabletop thing with Alexa, and he's friends with her, so Devon gets a pass, but Bubba Ray's annoying. But uh, it's kind of weird that the Dudleys won their first tag to, uh, their first ever WWE pay-per-view match, unless that's a way of them saying, you know what, you're not one of us really, you're you're not one of our creations, so you're not winning. You know how petty WWE are, but I've got no complaints because the accolades were better, frankly. Uh, anyway, up next we've got a Balls County where a women's title match, I think it was, well, it was all took place backstage anyway, it was um, Ivory against Luna. Uh, it was fine, it only lasted a few minutes, but it was okay actually. Good fast-paced action, can't really complain, doesn't outstay its welcome. So overall I'd say this was okay, not bad, not bad at all. Up next was the New Age Outlaws versus Edge and Christian for the tag titles. Now when I seen this was on the card I was like, oh yeah, can't wait to see this because two of my all-time favourite tag teams. But this match is really dull. I, I, I can't put my finger on it, it's just really, really dull. I don't know why, it's just so boring. 
and it just is what it is i suppose it's just one of these things that happens from time to time but yeah and I, and again with me not having seen the programs i don't know why road dog and billy gunner are back together because they were split up before like at SummerSlam, you had um the mr ass was going up against the rock in that kiss my ass match but now he's back with road dog i don't know what happened and they've got the belt so who knows in 1999 it did seem a bit of a mess creatively i'll be honest with you but well more on which later but yeah yeah outlaws retain yeah fine whatever is what it is and moving on next we come to uh, what this show becomes almost infamous for now i've heard of this so this is my first time of having the misfortune of seeing it the kennel from hell match with road um al snow versus the big boss man uh, this is like you've got the Hell in a Cell over the steel cage. Plus, you've also got trainers with a load of Rottweilers at ringside. This match was, this is genuinely, believe the anti-hype. I've heard bad things about it, but it, and it, it lives down to the anti-hype, to be honest. It's one of the biggest pieces of shit I have ever seen. Just complete dog shit. Now, the whole story, now, a month before... At SummerSlam 99, you know, I, I raved about in my review series last month, the, the match with Al Snow and the Big Boss Man, when they go into the bar, I actually loved that match. Everything else is just absolutely atrocious. I've heard about, now this is maybe I'm glad I've never seen the TVs, I've heard about the whole storyline with Big Boss Man, uh, took Pepper's, um, Al Snow's dog Pepper, and ended up feeding it to him, and uh, just atrocious, just horrible. But uh, this match is stupid as well. They try everything. They try busting each other open. They try, try to save everything. I even listened to an interview the other day when Al Snow was talking about how, um, how both him and Bossman were furious. They felt embarrassed by being a part of this. Um, I don't blame them. I feel bad for them. I feel bad for them watching this. This was just atrocious. Al Snow ends up winning. Fine. It is what it is. But And it's interesting to note I'm talking about how in 1999 everything, everything the creatives seemed to be quite messy and I'll keep talking about this a bit further but uh, also I mentioned as well they said to Vince Russo about how they needed how they needed trained animals like proper trained animals he was like oh yeah bro bro we'll get that for you bro apparently they didn't so um, I, I do stick up for Vince Russo quite a lot. I think he's done a lot of stuff, and I think he's a thoroughly entertaining guy. I really love listening to him straight. I'm not, I don't, I'm not a brand member, but I listen to the YouTube channel and things like that, and the episodes of Castrate and the Marks especially on there. It's a hilarious show, just ripping the dirt sheet marks, but this was one of those things where I can't defend you, bro. I can't defend you. This was awful. This was awful. And apparently Vince Russo did offer resign a week after Unforgiven because I know he, he was unhappy about they'd just brought Smackdown in so it was double the work for the same pay that him and Ed Farana had to do for that so you can maybe see why the product was starting to stretch thin and we're starting to see messy storylines and things like this so yeah maybe it was I, I, I don't know a lot of Vince Russo's WCW work to be honest uh, apparently the ratings were actually quite good but seen the little clips at Oklahoma and things like that which were awful so although I did enjoy a lot of his TNA stuff so I, I am a, I like Vince Russo but this is one where you can't give him a pass sorry you just can't uh, after this though Chris Jericho versus X-Pac now you would think you would think with this you know 
they'll they'll save the show. They'll save it. This will be a good match. This will be strong. <sighs> Not really. I think this was Chris Jericho's first ever WWE pay per view match. Actually, but uh, I know he made an appearance at SummerSlam. Did a promo with the Road Dog. I forgot to talk about that in that review I did, but. I don't know. I think they were just in a horrible spot. Imagine having to follow that. It's like didn't try and get the, the show back on track. This show, this just didn't work. This match didn't work. Jericho had some guy while I'm at ringside. Can't remember who it was because I wasn't really paying attention by this point. And I think it ends up ends up as a disqualification. It's it's not bad, but it's a bit. Uh, it just feels a bit flat, really. And then we come to the main event, which is the six-pack challenge for the vacant WWE title. I always wondered how this came about. I heard about Vince McMahon won the WWE title and then vacated it, so this is how it came about. Um, <clears throat> you've got uh, Triple H, Rock, British Bulldog, Mankind Kane and the Big Show. Uh, first person to score the fall wins. It's not all six in the ring at, at the time. It's like a tag match in, in many ways. You've got two people in, and then they tag people in and out, which uh, it's just fine. It's okay. It's Maybe it would have been better with the six people in, just more going on. But the match itself is okay. It's not too bad. Stone Cold's the guest enforcer, but he just sits and commentates the whole time, which is fine by me because he was thoroughly entertaining on commentary. Uh, there was also the story again going about the referees were on strike because of bad working conditions. So and then it becomes a bit where one of the scab referees is in the ring, and the referees they come out and beat him up. So Stone Cold has to start. Officiating, it's again another example of things being a bit of a mess. It was entertaining enough, but it was a bit of a mess. And then, and in the end, Triple H ends up winning the title, and then Stone Cold just gives him the star at the end. So you've got a new champion, but the image at the end of the night is Stone Cold standing tall. Yeah, he was playing politics quite a bit in 1999, to be fair, refusing to drop the title to Triple H at SummerSlam, but then Triple H just wins it at night. A night later, and then drops it to Vince, then wins it again at Unforgiven, and then gets a star from Austin. It's like, eh, well, there you go, Austin. Uh, to be fair, I'm a huge Stone Cold Steve Austin fan, but let's be real, if John Cena was playing these types of politics, um, there'd be a lot of complaining. And I get it, Cena's nowhere near as good as Austin in his prime, but yeah, there's, there's some shenanigans there. But... Okay, there you have it. So Unforgiven 1999 is a mixed bag. There's some, there's nothing, there's a couple of really great matches. I really like Devo Brown and Mark Henry. Really like China and Jeff Janet. But of course, main event's fine. But of course, you've got this atrocious, absolute dumpster fire of a cage match, kennel from hell match. There's never been another one since then, and nor should there be, because this was, that was shit. But overall, it's, it's a watchable show. That's what I'll never watch it again, but you know, I watched it. It was fine for what it was overall. Overall, it was not too bad, but it did kind of show that maybe you could sort of see the cracks with Vince Russo and Ed Ferrara here because the world title scene got quite messy. And it's interesting to note that they did, he did resign a week after the show. So there you go. It does, it does say a lot there. It does tell you something there but then overall watchable show nothing great but one of the lesser shows of the attitude era put it that way so anyway thanks very much for listening uh, coming up next there will be a review of uh, unforgiven 2000 so look forward to that thanks very much then goodbye